You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 11. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone, I want to welcome you back to the podcast. This week, I wanted to talk to you about something that has been often on my mind that I get asked all the time, and it's about how do you know what your life purpose is? How do we know what our mission is? When we think about this, we think that we are searching for, you know, that perfect job, that exact position, and getting paid for something that we love. But what we don't realize is that our mission can be found in any job and in any position, in our lives, in any moment. I often hear people tell me, You know, good for you, you found your mission, you found your purpose in life. But really what I found is I found my purpose in what I do. I have a desire to want to know more and be more because of what I do. You can apply this to anything you are doing right now. Finding your purpose and living your purpose in everything that you do. So often people are depressed and discouraged because they don't feel that they found, you know, that golden nugget, that nugget, or often we call it, you know, the golden path that we know as the yellow brick road. In the movie, The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy thinks that if she can get to the wizard, then all of her problems will be solved. But in reality, The wizard is just a false perception of what she thought she needed. It was the lessons and the relationships that she made along her way that she realized how strong she was and it was her own strength that saved her. Our life's mission is not something we create along the way, but it is something that was given to us before we even came here. As we go down our own yellow brick road, we can find ways to increase our courage, our heart, and our mind. Often finding our purpose in life is really glamorized by media and it shows that you know you find your purpose by making a huge impact in people's life and creating positive change and that we do more than just making our ends meet. And I will tell you that this is a desire that all of us have. And the reason why we have this is because we want to become better. We want to make an imprint in this world. But what is that imprint for? Is that imprint just to show people? Or is it so that we want to become better? Our purpose here on earth is to help us to become better to help us live a life that will help us return back to our Heavenly Father. That while we are here on earth, we can show His goodness and His light in everything that we do. When I work with clients, we kind of start out with, you know, 
some basic things to help them along this path and help them realize really what their mission is, how to find their direction that they want to go in their life. And so I want you to kind of start to think about things as we talk about it to help guide you so that you can just kind of really focus in on what these gifts are that you have, what your mission is, and what is it that you want to do. You have been given specific and unique set of personal gifts. Yes, other people may have these, but you have been given these specific gifts within you to help you with your purpose. I want you to take a moment and start to think about these personal gifts that you were given. How do we know what these are? Often I tell people to look at their childhood. What are things that you just kind of gravitated towards? Or what are things that other people gave you compliments about? Did you like to learn? Were you compassionate with others? Could you see the fine detail in things? How is it that your mind worked? Really focus in on your childhood and start to ask yourself, you know, were you this problem solver? Were you one that showed leadership? These are different clues that can help you to realize what your personal gifts are. Also, look at your unique set of personal challenges. I feel that we have been given these certain challenges so we can manifest our mission in our life. So look at these challenges that you've had in your life and how did you respond to them? And then I want you to ask yourself, what are these specific needs in the world that the Lord wants you to respond to? When you ask yourself these questions, I want you to take a moment and really ponder on them. Where is your heart being drawn to? I ask you to ponder on them because God knows what he wants for you. During this process, you have to ask God what his will is for you. If you sincerely desire to know God's will for you and in your life, he will give you guidance. Guidance may not come in the way or at the time you expect, but I promise you it will come. You also have to ask to receive spiritual guidance for your life. If you ask Heavenly Father what you should focus your life on, He can point you to the precise things that will be best for you. He knows you perfectly, and He can direct you to things that will utilize your talents and to bless others. And also, this is the most important, is you have to commit yourself to what Heavenly Father inspires you to do. Once the Lord inspires you to do something, commit to do it. I believe once you commit to a heaven-inspired task, the Lord will prepare the way before you. This can be really hard. It can be very vulnerable. And it can be very scary. But the Lord will only give you what He knows you can handle. And He will only inspire you to do good When I was a child, I was diagnosed with dyslexia, and it was really a big struggle for me to go through school. I struggled a lot with just normal stuff that other people just kind of take for granted. And when I had to learn, I had to study a lot, put a lot of time into it, and I also had to learn in different ways that 
other people didn't have to, but I had to do it this way so that my brain could wrap around and understand what it was that I was learning. It took me a lot of time to be able to do this. I couldn't just study for a test on a short notice and be able to pass it. I really had to take a lot of time and effort into my learning when I was younger. After I graduated from high school, I ended up going to a, it was called vocational rehabilitation through the state of Utah. And you had to take certain tests and afterwards they they tested you to see if you were eligible to get scholarships through them for college. I was able to pass all the tests and so they actually gave me a scholarship for college because of my dyslexia and also my willingness to want to learn. After I was done with college, it was a huge relief for me because, like I said, learning was very difficult for me. It did not come easy. Later on, Heavenly Father started to prompt me and wanted me to do things. He was asking me to do things that I didn't really want to do. I kept on getting promptings that I needed to write a book. I had to create a whole bunch of content for when I'm seeing clients. I was asked to put on conferences, do a podcast, teach classes, and so much more. But one of the big things that he asked me to do that has been very, that has been a huge struggle for me is to memorize a lot of things. Memorizing has been very difficult for me throughout my whole life because of dyslexia. As I started to add more to what I was doing and started to memorize more and more, I started to see my mind be able to expand. I started to notice that I was recalling things a lot better, that my mind had way more capacity to learn than I ever thought I did. I still struggle in many areas, but I can see by doing what I'm doing now, it's actually helping me to overcome a lot of my dyslexia. There's a couple scriptures that I just kind of wanted to go over with you. Matthew 16, 25, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. In the Book of Mormon, 3 Nephi 18, 20, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name which is right, believing that ye shall receive, behold, it shall be given unto you. 3 Nephi 27:29 Therefore ask and ye shall receive knock and it shall be opened unto you for he that asketh receiveth and unto him that knocketh it shall be opened In Doctrine and Covenants 58:27 Verily I say men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things for their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness Remember, we are children of God, and we have more potential than we realize. Heavenly Father can see our potential, and He can see way more than we can even see. The best way that we can ever achieve anything in our life is to trust Him and give our lives to service. Ezra Taft Benson was a prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he said, Men and women who turn their lives over to God will find out that He can make a lot more out of their lives than they can. 
He will deepen their joys, expand their vision, quicken their minds, strengthen their muscles, lift their spirits, multiply their blessings, increase their opportunities, comfort their souls, raise up friends, and pour out peace. Whoever will lose his life to God will find he has eternal life. And so I ask you today to stop looking for your life purpose and your mission as that one golden nugget. But how can you find your purpose and your mission in your life in what you're doing right now? Your life can be filled with as much meaningful service as you are willing to have. Your inspired path will become clearer as you pursue what it is that your Heavenly Father wants you to do here. Your mission is not something that you are waiting for in the distant future, but it is ongoing and it is daily. So focus on your gifts that you realize right now. Ponder and pray to figure out more of what they are. You will have a tugging in your heart that will pull you closer to what these specific things are that you are meant to do here. You're going to feel stuck also. And you're going to feel that God really is not there guiding you. I know because I've been there before. I often catch myself singing the primary song, Heavenly Father, are you really there? And do you hear and answer my prayers? But I also know if you keep on that path, if you keep on following and doing what he has asked, keeping his commandments, serving others, seeking for good things, and listening to the Spirit, He will give you guidance and direction. Sometimes in our life, it's hard to discern. It's hard to recognize and listen to the Spirit. But as you continue to go forward, you will be given these directions. Just have faith, knowing that He will give them to you. In Romans 8:28, it says, All things work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. We each have unique gifts and talents so that we can help and bless other people's lives. Knowing that you have the power to do good is a different thing than knowing exactly what you should do right. And that is what often stresses us out, is that we feel that we have to do everything right, but all the Lord asks us is that we do good. There is no one right way and there is no perfect job. Feeling that there's a perfect job and there's only one right answer, we will never truly be happy. In DNC 46, it's a great chapter and it probably is really good for you to go and read the the whole thing because it talks a lot about spiritual gifts. It talks about gifts such as teaching and healing and prophesying and the gift of tongues. If we look at verses 11 and 12, it reads, For all have not every gift given unto them, for there are many gifts. And to every man is given a gift by the Spirit of God. To some is given one, and to some is given another, that all may be profited thereby. So I want you to notice there are many gifts. They are distributed differently among us, and the purpose of them is so that we can bless one another. There are many people that have come before us that have used their mission to bless our society and using these gifts to help and bless. Often, though, we forget about those people that helped these others along their way. 
We do not have to be the person that is on the stage, on the TV, the one that everybody talks about all the time. That might not be our gift, but what our gift is, is helping those people to be able to accomplish their vision that they see. Those people are just as important to help to get them there. We cannot pursue this earth by ourselves, but we come here in tribes, helping each other along our way. We each have things in our lives that are going to help and benefit others. My husband and I watched this movie the other day. It's called The Boy Who Brought the Wind. And it was a very inspiring story. It was a true story about a young boy who wanted to help his area in Africa. They did not have any pumps to pump out water from their well. And they only relied on the rain. When it didn't rain, then their crops would die. They had gone through a drought and people started to panic because they couldn't get any water to feed their crops. This boy had a desire within him to fix the problem. I believe that he was born with a specific mission so that he could help this area in Africa. Because he was a young boy, he didn't quite know how everything worked. And many people couldn't send their kids to school there because of so much poverty. He did get into school, but he was soon expelled because his father couldn't pay the tuition. But there was a teacher that snuck him in because he knew of the desire of this kid of wanting to build something to help the society. He had him go into the library so that he could read all the books on the things that he needed to do to learn. While he was in there, the librarian was able to teach him more and help navigate in what he needs to do. He went to his father and asked him if he could use his bike so that he could build a windmill. His father refused, but soon realized that they were so desperate that they needed to try anything. So he gave him his bike and this boy ended up making a windmill and hooked a pump up to it and put it into the well and then the well was able to pump out the water and feed the crops. Soon this area in Africa went from devastation to an area that was flourishing with people. He ended up staying there for the rest of his life and raising his family there. This boy could not have done his mission by his own but it was everybody else involved that needed to help him along his way. The teacher that believed in him, the librarian that was there to help guide him, the father that gave up his bike, and his friends that trusted him and helped him build this. Heavenly Father is intimately involved in both your spiritual life and in your professional life. He knows you individually. You may not see your path yet, but he sees it. And as you seek and try to serve others by following the spirit and by using your talents you have been given, your path will become obvious. So I give you a challenge. Define yourself as your gifts. Don't define yourself as your job or your position, but define yourself as the gifts, these spiritual gifts that you have been given. Because it is using these spiritual gifts that you have that will help you to create your mission. It will help you to find what your mission is here on this earth. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. 
please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place. Thank you.